Welcome to the Heal Deal Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Leona Allen, and I'm here to help you achieve more freedom in your health and your life. I'm the founder of Freedom Health Systems, and I've been a licensed chiropractor and wellness coach for over two decades. I've helped men, women, and children transform their lives by removing the physical, chemical, and emotional barriers to natural healing. Every week, I'll be taking you on a journey, a journey where you will discover the real truth behind what it takes to heal your mind, body, and soul. Allow me to be your guide as you travel this road to renewed health and a new life. It's time to make a deal with yourself to heal yourself. Please keep in mind that this podcast is for educational purposes only and not to be used as a replacement for medical diagnosis or treatment. With that said, let's begin. You are your cells. Your cells are you. You are made up of approximately 50 trillion cells, which are the building blocks of your body. Your cells build your tissues, your tissues form your organs, and your organs create your organ systems, and these systems work together to keep you alive. In today's episode, I want you to understand how healing begins at the cellular level. I want to open your eyes to how amazing your cells are and how they connect to your health and well-being. The cell is the smallest unit of life that can function on their own, create their own energy, and self-replicate. They carry out very specialized functions such as metabolism, energy production, and transportation of nutrients. For you to be able to appreciate this, let me share some of the cell's most important structures known as organelles. And I promise to keep this simple, all right? <laughs> the nucleus is the cell's headquarters. It houses all of the cell's genetic information. There's typically one nucleus per cell, but some cells such as the skeletal muscle cells have more than one nucleus. The nucleus protects the cell's DNA while controlling all the other cellular activities such as cell growth, division, and cell death. The mitochondria are the powerhouses of the cell. They create energy known as adenosine triphosphate or ATP, which fuels all the other activities of the cell. The plasma or cell membrane envelopes the cell and separates the interior of the cell from its external environment. This membrane consists of a lipid bilayer or two walls of fat. And off these walls of fat are the receptors, which are the gatekeepers and communicators of the cell. The cytoplasm is a jelly-like substance that fills the interior space of the cell. It surrounds and protects the organelles and many of the important reactions such as protein synthesis occur in the cytoplasm. The cytoskeleton helps the cell maintain its correct shape. It plays a role in cell division and cell motility. The endoplasmic reticulum processes and transports new materials. And once it processes these new materials, they travel to the Golgi apparatus that packages and distributes these molecules to the outer cell membrane. And they either become part of the cell membrane or leave the cell to perform other functions. And then the last one I'll mention are the ribosomes. 
Now the nucleus transcribes segments of the DNA into RNA and ribosomes read and interpret the RNA and translate it into proteins by assembling amino acid sequences according to the instructions contained in the genetic code. The intricate and complex structure of the cells parallels our bodies in so many ways. For example, we have internal organs. Our cells have organelles. We have semipermeable skin. The cells have a semipermeable membrane. We have a skeleton. The cells have a cytoskeleton. We need oxygen. The cells need oxygen. We need water. The cells need water. We ingest nutrients. The cells absorb nutrients. We eliminate waste. The cells also eliminate waste. We reproduce. The cells duplicate by splitting and dividing in half. If any of these cells are impaired and fail to operate, the whole body suffers. Healthy cells develop into healthy tissues. Healthy tissues become healthy organs and healthy organs become healthy organ systems. Healthy organ systems become a strong, healthy, functioning body. Disease cells develop into disease tissues. Disease tissues become diseased organs and diseased organs become diseased organ systems. Diseased organ systems become a weak and diseased body. So not only does healing begin at the cellular level, disease also starts at the cellular level. So these chronic diseases that we see today, such as diabetes, heart disease, autoimmune disease, digestive problems, they all start at the cellular level. The cells can't metabolize. The cells can't absorb nutrients. Your cells cannot function. Inflammation of the cell membrane affects the way the cell functions. There are two types of inflammation, acute and chronic. Acute inflammation is healthy and necessary. It's the body's normal defense mechanism in response to injuries, foreign bodies, and other outside factors. Once the body has healed, the inflammation subsides. Examples of acute inflammation include things like burns, skin cuts and bruises, sinus infections, runny nose, fever, and sore throat. These are all natural responses to healing and recovery. What we need to be most concerned about is chronic cellular inflammation. When the cell becomes inflamed, the receptors are blunted. The proper nutrients can't get into the cell and toxins can't get out of the cell. This causes a number of problems with cellular function and symptoms such as headaches, brain fog, and fatigue to more serious conditions such as diabetes and hypertension begin to occur in the body. The cell then has two options. The cell will either die prematurely or it will mutate or adapt to the new environment of toxicity and inflammation. 
the majority of symptoms and diseases we see today stem from chronic cellular inflammation. And most of these conditions are treated by managing the symptoms of dysfunction and not addressing the integrity of the cell. Symptom management, such as medication and surgery, can lead to more inflammation, more malfunction, and degeneration. There are three major causes of cellular inflammation. And the first one is excessive sugar intake. So normally, in a normal healthy cell, insulin receptors transfer glucose from the blood into the cell, which is then converted to energy. But with excessive sugar intake, the insulin receptor gets overworked and eventually dies. The cell can no longer hear insulin. That is what type 2 diabetes is. It's the body's inability to hear insulin, not produce insulin. But in today's medical treatment, medications are used to beat the pancreas into producing more insulin when the problem is in the cell. High insulin levels drive inflammation further, eventually leading to heart disease and premature aging and will further the progression of diabetes. Insulin also makes it harder to lose weight because insulin is a fat storing hormone. So in order to get well, this vicious cycle has to stop. Sugar also fights with other receptors, such as the receptors that take in vitamins and minerals, and therefore it acts as an anti-nutrient. This is why sugar plays such a huge role in many of the chronic diseases we see today. And I also have a course that talks about how sugar sabotages our health. So make sure you check out the show notes for this episode so you can get more information how sugar may be sabotaging your health. The second cause of cellular inflammation is the intake of bad fats. And we have become so afraid of saturated fat and cholesterol. But when we look at the research, these are the two most necessary fats to regenerate the cell membrane. Bad fats in the form of polyunsaturated fatty acids damage the cells and drive inflammation and oxidative stress. These fats in the form of vegetable oils are found in the majority of our processed foods, including chips, pies, cookies, crackers, and even foods marketed as health foods. Sugar combined with bad fats increase the LDL particles that drive inflammation. The third cause of cellular inflammation is environmental toxins. Environmental chemicals refer to a chemical compound or chemical element present in air, water, food, soil, dust, or other environmental media such as consumer products. In fact, there are over 85,000 chemicals registered for use today, many of which haven't been studied for safety by any government agency. According to the CDC, there are currently more than 400 environmental chemicals or their metabolites that have been measured in human samples, such as the urine, blood, serum, and breast milk. Environmental toxins involve a broad entity of chemicals that we encounter in our everyday lives. 
Many of us are exposed to more than 100 chemicals from cosmetics, soaps, and other personal care products before leaving the house in the morning. Every morning, we lather up in skincare products that are loaded with toxic chemicals such as sodium lauryl sulfate, which has devastating effects on our health. The International Agency for Research on Cancer and the World Health Organization have concluded that 80% of all cancers are attributed to environmental rather than genetic factors, including exposure to carcinogenic chemicals such as formaldehyde and benzene, many of which are found in household cleaning products. Our laundry detergents, kitchen cleaners, and air fresheners could be unknowingly making us sick. Other toxic chemicals we have daily exposure to include fluoride, molds, pesticides, herbicides, and heavy metals like lead and mercury. Toxins are known as the smoking gun that can trigger numerous chronic diseases, including cancer, diabetes, and obesity. The inability to lose weight despite diet and exercise is usually associated with high toxicity levels in the body. Other causes of cellular inflammation include electromagnetic radiation, such as our laptops and cell phones. Chronic physical and emotional stress can also lead to chronic cellular inflammation and also poor sleeping habits. So as you can see, we have a lot stacked against us in this journey to healing. These are the types of things that we need to encounter and be aware of in order to heal in this very toxic world. If you're not healing at the cellular level, your cells cannot function. And if your cells cannot function, your tissues can't function. If your tissues can't function, your organs can't function. And when your organs can't function, you are dealing with disease. So that's why getting healthy is revolved around getting your body to function the way it's designed to function. But I just want to let you know what we are going against in this journey. And sometimes it's going to be hard. Sometimes it's going to take us longer than we expect. But when you're aware of the challenges and what we need to face, then it'll be more realistic for you. You won't get as frustrated. You'll start to dig deeper so that you can heal. I know talking about ribosomes and cell membranes isn't the most exciting topic to discuss, but my priority is to educate you, not entertain you, and help you realize how intelligent your body is. There is an inborn wisdom an innate intelligence that has created you before you were born. You started off as a tiny cell that was so small, you can fit one million of them on the head of a pen. You went from one tiny cell that turned into two, two into four, four into eight, and so on until you became you. Here you are presented with this gift called life. I call this intelligence the spirit of Yah, Yahuwah, the Most High God. You may refer it to something else or someone else. I'm just sharing where I stand. I have learned to love, grow, and appreciate how the spirit of the Most High coordinates all 
the functions of my body. The same spirit that made me can heal me. This same force is in all living things. This power does not live in the dead. When you no longer have this power, you are no longer alive. This spirit, this innate force, this power always speaks to me. It always guides me. And through the years, I've learned to listen for it. I've learned to feel it. I've learned to trust it. Society has conditioned many of us to block it out, ignore it, or not prioritize the wisdom we contain in our very own bodies. And the more toxic, tired, and medicated we are, the more disconnected and unhappy we become. As you heal, you will become much more connected to this power. It can and will direct you on your path. Proverbs 3 and 6 says, In all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy paths. Trust that the intelligence that governs the universe governs you as well. This power that made the body heals the body. The trillions of active cells and billions of moving parts and organisms within you makes you uniquely and wonderfully made. It is a miracle to me how we are designed. We need to learn how to humble ourselves and begin to respect and support this intelligence that has been keeping us alive. Every day, I thank the Most High for every breath I take and every move I make. I pray this message has helped you. Every week, I will keep building on these topics that will help you heal at the cellular and spiritual level. I would love to hear from you. Let me know about your experiences and whatever topics you would like me to cover. I would love to include these topics in future episodes. Well, that's it for today. I'm going to go ahead and close and I will see you next week. Continue the journey and until next time, go out there and achieve more freedom in your health and your life. Take care. Thank you for listening to today's episode. If you enjoyed the show, seal the deal to heal by leaving a review, subscribing to the podcast and sharing with a friend. Thanks again. And we'll continue the journey next week.